up, everybody? Welcome to the PHNX Rising post-game show brought to you by the DraftKings Sportsbook app, America's number one sportsbook app. We have a lot to talk about today. As yeah. always, Ramon Chavez here, Owen Evans. Uh, we're here in the press room. Uh, Owen, 0-0 draw, another point, another disappointing draw in my opinion. But I think that was part of what happened tonight. Some big developments happened before the game and after the game. And so can you walk us through what is going on with that? And uh, just before we get started, shout out to the entire chat. Thank you so much for waiting. Go ahead, Owen. Yeah, um, I feel like we, we should probably address before we move on to we'll talk about the football. We'll talk about all of that. We will, of course, do that. We should also address the elephant in the room, which is the fact there was a TIFO unveiled before the game. We do have a picture of the TIFO. As we talk here, it reads, for those of you who are listening to the audio, Rick, thanks for the memories, but it's time to say goodbye. That was raised in the South End. Look, it, it it's kind of just feels like the culmination of what has been weeks and weeks and weeks of frustration. And I feel as though if you aren't paying attention to that, if you don't realize this is a thing, you aren't paying attention, right? Yeah. Online, it is very clear. Offline, it's now becoming more and more clear. Again, I said this weeks ago. Mm -hmm. I said this weeks ago that this is where we were going. This was where things were going to go if the results didn't turn around. Guess what? Ever since then, how many games has Phoenix Rising won? Uh, none. None, exactly. And that is where we are. Eight games in a row without a win. That is the longest in club history. It was previously six. So they broke the record on Wednesday. They've extended it today. The fans are getting quite tired. Now, look, or at least some fans are. Um, look, obviously this was going to come up as a question after the game. It was pretty obvious all along. This was going to come up as a question after the game. When it was posed as a question, here is what happened. Your reaction to the message from the South End? Uh, yeah, we're going to stick with Steph next. on the field. Yeah. Yeah, it got cut off. So um, we were told, some of us were told, at least before the press conference, we were not to ask about that. Uh, that was the word coming out. I was specifically asked at one point when I was filming what was going on in the South End, if I was there covering the game or the supporters. Mm. So I, I feel like let's just talk about a little bit of a refresher here. When we come here, we cover everything. That's, that's what we do, right? You don't get to just hide things because that's what's happening. You know, you don't like what's going on off the field. It's happening, mm -hmm. right? If you want to sit in daydream land and act as though everyone is happy, everyone is thrilled because the owners appear to be backing him so far right now, yeah. you know, they're not. but the way to go about it is not through thinly veiled threats, okay? Mm -hmm. uh, to members of the media who want to ask about things that are happening off the field, uh, I am led to believe, of course, and, well, the comment about, I'll, I'll, you know, I'll be straight up with this, the comment about are you here covering the, uh, the game or the supporters came from the general manager, Bobby Dooley. I, I'm perfectly happy to say that. Um, Look, I feel as though there is a, a point right now whereby the team understands that it is starting to look like a bit of a shambles. The crowd was very sparse today. The football is not good enough, not good enough. And they were perhaps unlucky. Today was an improvement. I'll accept that. But it's an improvement against a much weakened Sacramento Republic side. Mm -hmm. And listen, I just feel as though right now the problem is everyone off the field is saying the club is out of touch. And you can say it's 20 people if you want. It's far more than that. A lot of people are saying the club's out of touch who are not big fans of the club mm -hmm. and those who are now diehards are saying they're also unhappy and if you just keep burying your heads in the sand and acting like everything's fine you're not going to improve anything yeah you know we're going to see more of these sparse crowds and it's about time there's a little bit of waking up to be done yeah. because right now it feels as though everybody quite frankly is flat asleep at the wheel i mentioned that to you when we we're on the field during the first half that it looked not i don't want to say dead because obviously there was people here but there was no energy. You could see it on the field. You could see it in the crowd. 
uh, the, the, the bandidos, the South end, they're always cheering on the team. They did actually take a break of around 20 minutes, if I'm correct, from what you told me in the second half, which uh, I was told was a protest of the current situation with the club. And that just speaks volumes to the, the more diehard supporters of this team are even are, are fed up, you know, and it, it, it's sad to see. It's another disappointing draw. I, you know, I can't even put it into words how frustrated I am with this team and how the lack of gameplay and ideas and and just the attitude from the team that I continue to see uh, week by week. And it's it's disappointing. And, and and I told you Friday, yesterday, I was like, I do not want to come here after the game to have another somber Saturday because this was the game to get the three points. You were playing against a rotated squad, a Sacramento King, that uh, Sacramento King, Sacramento team that clearly said we're more focused on Wednesday's game than tonight. We know we're in seventh place. We're going to try and see what we do. But at the end of uh, at the end of the day, they ended up playing two 17 year olds against the best that Rising has, and Rising was not able to put at least one goal on on the board. That to me is frustrating. Yeah. Well, should we take a quick uh, just notice here? There was a super chat in there um, from our good friend Phoenix Rising Nation. Uh, PHX Rising Nation. This is uh, this is why this is the most important PR uh, Phoenix Rising Football Club media that exists. Thank you so much for the. Super chat, PHX, uh, PHX Rising Nation. Appreciate that. Listen, uh, I, I and just to this point, right? We will keep asking these questions. Mm-hmm. We will keep putting this kind of stuff forward because at the end of the day, whether the club likes it or not, this is the fan base that they've got. You don't get to pick which fans you have. You know, you, you have to to learn to deal with that. You have to learn that ultimately. People have demands. Look, if they think that this is harsh, you go look around the rest of the world. Come on. Yeah. Like, I, I, we've had this conversation, haven't we? And look, I am not justifying what people will do in other parts of the world. And I don't feel that it's right that you can kind of be as, as mean, perhaps, to a coach as some, sometimes you see. But there are places around the world, a coach won't be able to walk down the street in their own city mm-hmm. if they not fail to win in eight games. Yeah. And... and I don't know. Look, again, I don't appreciate the thinly veiled threats. I feel as though there is a point here. Look, we have a job to do. We ask those questions. If you don't like the fact that we cover things outside in the stands, I say welcome to the industry, um, quite frankly. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, what you want to say you're not minor league, you've got to act like you're not minor league a little bit here. That's the kind of attention you get, yeah. I'm afraid. And look, there's 20 people there. No, and, and if there's 20 upset- people there that sell something about the seat sales to be yeah. honest no if they're upset about the sign they don't want to answer any questions get results this team is not built on that from the history of the team from what i hear about everybody and from you know from the time that i've been here this is not how rising does things so for for them to kind of sit back and say you know what we, we're not going to address those things the the reason the supporters are acting like this is because the results aren't there the the, the accountability is not there and and that's what the fans expect you know and and i understand there's you know, you, you can even call it a vocal minority, and that's probably what they're calling it. But that's not the truth. They're telling you what's going on with your club, and it's up to you whether you want to accept it or not. And right now, they're not accepting it. No, no. And at the end of the day, again, look, that's that's what fan bases do. That is what happens in this sport. Mm-hmm. You know, that, that's just it's the bed that you've made right there. And I, I just, I don't know. I, I personally feel that. Ultimately, things are starting to cross a little bit of a line here. Look, we've got to really recognize the fact that 
if these fans, if, if that's the way they feel, they're entitled to be heard. Mm -hmm. And they are making their voices heard. They are not letting this go quietly. I don't think it will go quietly, unfortunately. Much you might like to cover it up. I'm sure the banner will be back next week. Yeah. If that's the kind of attitude that's put out by people. Uh, or at least they're going to they're gonna try and bring it back. Yeah. I, I mean... No, it's it's frustrating, and and I can only imagine how the chat is feeling right now. <laughs> you know, you see Owen, you know, he did. He even told he walked in into the press room. He's like, things are about to get spicy. He had, he yeah, had a lot <laughs> to get off his chest, and he has every right to, as as well as you that are watching this show right now, because this team is not performing well. Yes, they got a point. Yes, they got another point in uh, on Wednesday. But honestly, if you ask me, they should have come away with six points during those two games. They had the opportunities, especially tonight, especially a team. Uh, and we can kind of segue into what's going on, uh, what happened tonight, is that they, they needed this win. They needed, they absolutely needed, needed this win. They needed to get higher up the rankings. They can't be at 11 anymore, and, and, it's, and it's rough. It's rough to see. Uh, super Chats are streaming in. Thank you so much for the Super Chats. <laughs> Jordan423, if this trend continues, we're going to see Owen's head explode on stream. Keep up, the, uh, keep up asking it the tough questions. <laughs> and then Phoenix Rising Nation with another one. Please rip the sleeves off my shit. And I, I like this shit. I'm not going to rip the sleeves no, off it. That's a good shirt. Maybe, um, maybe another one. But You know what? Should we, should we? I feel like we've gotten a lot of our chests. Should we take a little bit of a chill? Chill pill? Or chill, pill. Or chill with OGs? All right. <laughs> Let's talk about our friends at OGs. If you guys haven't yet, make sure to go to OGsbrands.com. Uh, you know, they got some great product there. And if you guys haven't yet, Take this opportunity to check out their first ever limited season, uh, limited edition seasonal flavor, which is pina colada. You know, I'm a big fan of pineapple. And when they add the creamy coconut, makes it even better. So uh, pina colada is the way to go. So make sure to check out OGs. Again, OGsbrands.com. You guys can purchase it there. Follow them on Instagram as well. They have their own account there at, at OGsbrands. And you can also find their products at your local dispensary. You can take them before, after. Uh, and during the game. <laughs> so that way we're, we're not as tense as we are right now. And again, just a reminder that you must be 21 years or older to uh, to purchase OGs. So make sure to check them out again, ogsbrands.com. Yes, sir. I feel like we got a lot of super chats to start to oh come in. Right, so let's go back. We got Robo in, first of all, here with uh, Please Ignore Phoenix Rising Nation's request. <laughs> the request, of course, being that I ripped the sleeves off my shit. Thank you for that, Rob. $5 later, we've got Phoenix Rising Nation with how much? Another and uh, another $5 with name your price. Look at I, that. That's, <laughs> hey, make it a Chris 50. Maybe I'll do it. <laughs> uh, we'll see. We'll see what we can get here. A couple of them, maybe. Yeah. No, I uh, thank you so much for making the chat so much fun, guys. We really appreciate you. Okay. But... Can I just say as well, we've got a comment in here saying, nope. Rick yelled at a fan in 106 toward the end of the game. The guy has become unhinged. That's what Dooley and Rick must go, has to say. Wow. I feel as though, look, it's it's tough, right? But... The problem, and I've said this all along, is that right now, what you are looking at is the slow implosion of someone's legacy. And that's the sad part. Mm -hmm. He's achieved so much at this club, yeah. right? And instead of accepting that sometimes you hit, and we've got even more signatures. Yeah, that's 20. You got 30 more bucks. <laughs> okay, right. Um, <laughs> <laughs> keep coming. Um, listen, uh, we've got a 50 fucking doing. 22. It's <laughs> Oh, my God. We got to get you more no, We're losing yeah. this. We're losing this. Right. Okay. Um, <laughs> maybe we'll do some kind of video with a shit rip another time. It's like a Hulk. Like a Owen Hulk. Anyway. It'll fail. It'll <laughs> fail badly. But okay. Maybe yeah. later. Look, I just, 
I'm at a point where I'm disappointed. I know that, again, Rick has achieved things at this club. He has done so much mm -hmm. in terms of making it to, you know, the final twice, making a regular season title. And all we feel now is just this negativity that surrounds everywhere. And I know Rick is trying to focus on the positives. I asked him about that. Like I said, eight games without a win is already the club record. How much longer can this go on for? And he says, we've just got to stay positive. That's been the focus for me in that post game was positivity. But the problem is these players don't live in a bubble. Isn't that the exact same thing you and Kerr were fighting about? About the positivity? Kind of, kind of. But it's just like, again, they do not live in a bubble. And they also, again, there were positive to take from today. I'm not going to pretend that there aren't. Okay? I think that would be completely unfair to act as though there weren't positives that we could take from this game. Yeah. But there still weren't enough positives. They still didn't get the result. I just... Oh. It's it's rough, man. And, and it, it's sad to see the fans here. You could see them wanting this team to go forward, to get on the board. In the second half, when, when Lambert was having those chances that weren't uh you know getting to the goal it's you could see the the crowd saying you know what this is what we've been waiting for they were really quiet their entire game this is what they needed and it's it's rough man you see it next week to week we've we've been i feel like we've had the same show for the last two months and it's right, like an absolute nightmare and i want yeah. and i want to wake up <laughs> yeah we all want it to but i i just I, I don't know what where we are right now. I don't know what's really being fixed. Yeah. I mean, there were definitely errors in terms of team selection today. I don't think we can you can argue with that whatsoever. Look, at some point, this just has to end. Yeah. This can't keep going on as it is. And it can't just keep being, oh, it's okay. We're going to turn it around. They're not. They haven't. Yeah. They have drawn again tonight. Eight games without a win. Eight. Mm -hmm. Even Arizona United didn't do that. They never made the playoffs under the name of Arizona United. How much longer can this go? Yeah. How much longer? It's rough. It's rough. Let's talk about uh, the game a little bit. Let's. Uh, should we? Should we kick off? If we're going to talk about the game, yeah. There was Rick's overall reaction to it. Let's let him kick us off with that, and then we can move on from there. Let's do it. Listen, after a very, very difficult game on Wednesday in, in insane humidity, I thought the guys played extremely well. The, the pressing was fantastic. The offensive defending was very good. Uh, a few mistakes here or there, but um, we, we created a lot of chances. We got to put one away. That's, that's really what it comes down to. But overall, I'm so proud of the guys. They never give up fight. Um, you know, I'm, I'm very happy with their attitudes. It's been extremely positive. Uh, you can feel the positive energy around, and it's, it's, it makes a big difference, you know, and, and uh, it's something about humanity and, and the way you treat people, and, um, and I think that the players understand that we got to stay together and we got to stay positive. Right, so stay together, stay positive. That was the message there. What else can he say? What else is he going to call out his players? I don't think he's going to do that. You know, what else can you expect them to say after this performance? He's already, he's already called out his players enough this past rest of this season. Yeah, it's it's not good. That, I think he's running out of ideas, and that's what I was just talking with the, some of the other gentlemen here. It's that if we want to talk about the game and the lineup that came out today, this was not the game to put Lam and Jane uh, in. The, he, he didn't have enough space to be able to do what he does or what he was brought in to do. Uh, Tyler, uh, thank you so much for the super chat. Appreciate you. Um, yeah, it, it, Sacramento fell back. They were compact. He didn't have the space to do what he 
you know, w- what he does. And I think that limited Phoenix offensively, and that's where the change was made at halftime. So I could definitely see why that was an issue. I agree with you completely. It feels as though that Janway, and look, I've been skeptical of him, quite skeptical of him for a while, and skeptical of the decision to bring him in. But his main strength, of course, is that pace. And the problem is, this wasn't a game built for pace. He doesn't have the incisiveness mm-hmm. to break down a defense that is sitting back. It's pace. Yep. That's what he beats defenders with. That's what he causes problems with. Now, again, I, I have been skeptical about the finishing, but we'll leave that by the bye for now. Um, I, I just feel as though what we have right there is... But that's when you know. make the changes. As soon as Rick saw, hey, these guys are going to fall back. They're just going to try to counterattack. They're not even going to try to press a, uh, any of our uh attacks that's when he should have made the change you could see Laman kind of sneaking in a little bit more inside when king was making those runs but when you do that you kind of take him out of his element and so what was the plan in, in the second half and turn it turned into a cross fest <laughs> like uh, if you saw my twitter i put in a a, a meme of just a, like the b movie guy just looking up because none of the, the 27 i think it was 27 crosses that they had tonight uh, probably more than that but none of them were connecting some of them, you know, were opportunities, but it, it was just rough. 34 crosses tonight. That's your offensive yep. game plan. It's not It's not working. It's not working. There has to be something else. That it's Half of me wants to say, yes, it's Rick, and that it's, an, it's an, his, his fault entirely. And my other half is like, what's going on with the players? Are they, are they being told certain things to not do in the field? So it's, it's rough, man. Like, it, it was really frustrating to watch them tonight. Yeah, I just... The one thing I will say, they created a few chances. They did, and there mm-hmm. were some that missed where you just like, oh, you bury your head, bury your head in your hands. Like, how was that missed? Yes, the anti one in the first half. You have Lambert in the second, in the second half. half yeah. But it, it, it still just wasn't quite good because Sacramento had a few chances as well. Yeah. Even as Rising dominated, the chances were limited. Mm-hmm. The ones they did get, they squandered. Sacramento had less chances, but the chances they had, they also scored. The one had the good. chance that they hit the post. They had a one-on-one where Ben Lunt make a key, made, a, made another key save. So, honestly, Rising really could have lost this game. <laughs> it could have been worse than, than getting mm-hmm. this draw. So I want to uh, go back. There was a comment further back, uh, RacerDog88, with can we just admit this team just isn't as good as they have been in the last few years. Maybe this is all we're capable of. Look. Here's what I want to say to that. You can question the centre-forward issue. You can question the winger issue. Obi will bring up Solo. Well, for a starter, Solomon Asante was not a Rick Chance player. Mm. Forget about that. He was signed by Patrice Carterone. So I don't like that as a defence, the Solo's departure, because Rick has had how many years to try and find other people to kind of mm-hmm. play alongside him, and it hasn't worked. It hasn't been done. Uh, eventually, the decision was made to let him go. Uh, the decision was made that he really wasn't worth what they were looking for. Scored know. today, by the way. Yeah, he scored today. Very nice goal. Do you see that fifth touch? good. Lovely good. little flick. Um, uh, I don't know. I mean, Aiden taken out today. Yeah, I, I don't know. Um, Quinn, I, Quinn I did not it. look his best. And I'll say that by looking at him and, and his body language. Uh, even if he was 80%, maybe, yeah, he should have stayed on the field. Mm-hmm. But I think may, bringing Seijas in, I think kind of it gave a, the team a little bit of a spark. But it wasn't enough. I no. think they he they need other players need to step up like Marcus Epps. Marcus Epps and Antu were going at it on a play. They made up after the <laughs> the game ended, but they were going at it the, during the second half. I could see from the press box because they were frustrating. The, all the players were frustrated out there, and it's the lack of goals, lack lack of ideas, and lack of cohesiveness out there. 
Yeah, I, I just there's yeah. a lot. I mean, back to the earlier question. Sorry with that. With the is the team is good. You can question that if you want, but they're not a team. They didn't make enough changes to drop to tenth. That's nonsense. They're better. Okay, yeah. they're yeah. not a team that misses the playoffs. That's not the drop off. Drop off might have been from first to fourth. I get that. It happens. Yeah. It's not this far. This far down is something seriously, seriously wrong. And again, look, if you want to get into that, who's recruiting the roster? Because they really need to be held accountable for this. And we know who's recruiting the roster. Are right. they in 11th or 10th in the minute? Uh, right here, what I have, they have, they're tied with Rio Grande. So 24 each. Uh, if Rising would have won today, they would have gone to 10th place. So 24 right now. Okay. So, well, RGV. Well, yeah. All right, Owen, let's take a quick look at our DraftKings king of the game. Uh, I don't know if you guys are going to agree with me on the chat, but uh, I picked Babu Karanjai. I felt like he he was the <laughs> the the guy out of the entire rising offense that was able to get forward, create chances, was dangerous every single time. Anyone touches uh, seven out of ten ground duels, won and had uh, thirty nine out of forty nine accurate passes. Babu Karanjai, Babu as I like to <laughs> call him, and everybody else. Uh, the DraftKings king of the game for you. And uh, speaking of DraftKings, y'all, if you haven't downloaded the app, what are you waiting for? Uh, you guys can do so right now. Uh, download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now, and you can use promo code PHNX. And when you make your first deposit, you can get a risk-free bet up to $1,000. That's promo code PHNX only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See the show notes for details. Right. Just a couple of things to address. Yes, sir. Uh, so I just checked the USL website. On the tiebreaker, they remain in 11th. Okay. okay so that's it. Uh, the question there from Phoenix Rising 112. Uh, still curious how it's Rick's fault we missed 27 opportunities. Hurston Repetto have been a joke. I mean, arguably, it's because both of those are players that Rick brought in. Um, I think it's a bit harsh on Hurst to, to say that. But again, it's he picks the squad. He brings He brought the players in. You know, at some point, the buck has to stop somewhere. And just putting it on the players feels a bit cheap. Um, I, it's a broader failure of direction at the minute. And that's where the problem is. Yeah. Talking directly about Hurst, I felt Hurst could have used some minutes as the nine today, as the as the forward up top. Antwi, I felt like he kind of ran out of gas in the 75th minute. If he would have made the change for Hurst, uh, have Antwi come out four eps, I think kind of give him, a, you know, at least five, ten minutes to Hurst before bringing in Rapetto or actually bring in Rapetto as the second striker in there. If you're going to do that many crosses, if that's your game plan heading towards the end, might as well put Hurst and Rapetto up there. That's That was my mentality. I didn't like the fact that Antwi stayed the entire game. I felt, again, he ran out of gas. And when you do that, you're not creative. You're not dropping down as much as you should. So I would have liked to see that one, uh, that change during the game. All right. I feel like we're starting to run out of steam a little bit here, but we're going to keep going a little bit more, I feel. People want to see the shirt, Rip. People want to see the shirt. It's not happening today. <laughs> not today. Not today. Owen's like um, me with the OGs. Jesus, <laughs> Jesus man. Um, look, it, it's... Yeah. Taking a breath. Should we all here, take a breath? Should we all comes. take a breath? Here Everyone breathe in. Mm -hmm. And breathe out. <sighs> breathe in. You do that because it's not going to work for me. I'm still going to be upset. Breathe out. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Ramon. You're really lightening <laughs> you, you, up the you mood thing. I'll be upset over um, I... I don't know, man. I, I'm still right now finding it hard to put into words certain things around what's going on at the moment. Uh -huh. Again, it's an improvement, but it's not an improvement enough. It's a weakened Sacramento side. Is a draw enough here? Look, chat, you hop in. Is a draw enough today? Hop in and tell us. I mean, we'll talk about it first if you want. Do you think a draw was enough today, Ramon? No. You need wins. You need wins. You're, you're coming into the, the, 
the realization that you don't have many games to improve upon anymore. It's either you win or you're pretty much out of the playoffs at this point. So it's, yeah, there's what, 10, more than 10 games at least left. But I, I'm just thinking a little bit ahead. Like, what if Arturo comes in? You know, I don't know if you've heard rumblings that he might be coming back soon. But I, I just feel like maybe bringing Arturo in might be a little bit, bring some more creativity to the midfield, kind of take Jose out uh, and kind of, you know, because sometimes I feel like Jose just loses the ball too much in the midfield, kind of stifles the, the progress of the ball. So if Arturo comes in, maybe I can see things turning around a little bit. He's very close. I'm informed he's very close. Mm. So very close. Yeah, that's what I'm hoping for. Yeah, and it's. I think if Arturo comes back, plays well, this team can can move a little bit forward in the standings because right now it's looking looking pretty dire. Yeah, it's it's still just there are tough games up ahead. Mm-hmm. Um, at this point, this team, uh, as Joe Farrell said to us after the last uh, said to me after the last game, they have to justify right now that they are a playoff team. They have to justify that they can make the playoffs. And right now, I don't feel like they are. There were improvements today, yes, but they still weren't justifying the fact they made the play. They're going to make the playoffs. Does the, the, the comment of that, that took place during the Wednesday of the we're going to win tonight against Louisville and then we're going to come back and win the championship in Louisville? How, does that, that com- bad, how does that comment look now after no, this game? No, and it's every. This is why, right? I, I just feel like. You know, sometimes it's okay to have self-confidence. It's okay to have self-belief. You don't go bragging about it. It's nonsense. Yeah. Not when you're doing like this, because you just look like you got egg on your face now. Mm-hmm. You know, they didn't win on Wednesday, which, again, the draw, I'll, I'll say the draw in isolation was a fine result on Wednesday. Tonight yeah. it wasn't. I don't think this was a fine result. I think they needed to win tonight. So you're disagreeing with Fitba, uh, who's in the comments here. He says, is it enough? No, but there was some glimpses of creative play, some good tiki-taka styles, some use of space, uh, etc. There's some creativity that happened tonight that we haven't seen in a while. What do you have to say to that? Great, but football's not a game played in process. It's a game played in results. You win games by scoring goals, more goals than your opposition. They couldn't find the back of the net tonight. So as good as it might be to see some improvement, it wasn't enough. And right now, the team isn't in a position where this isn't like three weeks, four weeks into the season when you say, okay, keep building it up because you've got time. You've got time. It doesn't feel like this time anymore. It feels like this has to start turning around now. Mm-hmm. And it isn't. It just isn't turning right around now. Yeah. Um, one, one kind of silver lining that I guess I can look at <laughs> is the fact that, you know, they, they've, get, they've gone two points. Uh, I felt like this, I guess the. At least the Louisville game, I thought they were just going to outright lose. They got a point there. They exactly. got a point that was tonight. A fine so they're, so they're earning points. So it's not like they're losing like five in a row. Uh, but you're gaining which, one and dropping two. Yeah. Like, but, that you know, worst case scenario, that's what it was. Now, you head into Oakland. Again, a Wednesday game on the road. It's going to be tough. It's going to be tough. You know, <laughs> at least there's no more East Coast games. <laughs> so that's a, no, that's that's a big true. plus that's for rising. True. But now you're heading into Oakland. Uh, against a, a coach that you know basically knows everything there is to know about rising so how are you going to prepare for that how are you going to get that result on the road and once you do that you got to come home and play against colorado so it's 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 tough man it's not going to get any easier we talked no. about this at the beginning of the month it's not going to get any easier no any easier. i know they need uh, a result i, I don't right, know yeah. I don't know. I, I feel like we are stuck. Look at Jacob. To, uh, yeah, Jacob, our producer there in the chat. Thank you, Jacob. Um, they do look good. I think he's wearing them right now. So. Yeah, I am actually at the minute. Um, 
look, it's we're just hitting a brick wall right now. Uh, it feels it's the like same thing. We talk about the same thing all yeah, the time. It's, t- it's tiring for us, right? Yeah, we get really tired sitting here and talking about how you're going to improve when there is, you know, the, the, just improvement isn't happening. It's not coming as quick as it needs to. Um, I don't know. I, I don't know how you sit back and look at the end of a season at a club that misses the playoffs this year with the roster that they have, the way that it was built entirely. You know, out of guys that these are all Rick's guys, all of them. Every single one on there is Rick's guy. If they were here beforehand, he has re-signed them to a new contract in the middle. This is Rick's team. Yeah. And they're not performing right now. Um, look, it's... Again, we'll hear, we'll hear the same words about positivity. We'll hear the same words about togetherness and all of that kind play of... Play the hits, Rick. Yeah, play the hits. Play the hits, because we know it's not true. We know that there is negativity seeps in from the outside. You can't help it, right? Mm-hmm. I, I feel as though, you know, you can say what you like about whether the fans should have been, you know, making their 20-minute protest when they weren't chanting the supporters section. It makes a difference. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the players can't all harp on and the team can't all harp on about how they're going to sell tickets off that pretty much because, let's face it, right now, the team's got very little else going <laughs> for it other than the fact it's got a slightly different atmosphere to everybody else yeah. sports-wise here. Um, you can't talk about the players talking about how it's so much of a boost Mm-hmm. And then kind of just that, like, you can just ignore them. Um, it kind of comes down to it right now, isn't it? It's the question is, are the fans important or not? Are supporters groups important or not? Um, and the club kind of has to have its reckoning with that question. Um, I feel, I fear that certain elements may be going down the wrong path on that one. Uh, but look, again, it's USL, right? This is a club that is losing money. We know that because Bill flat out said it. In the interview that we did last week, in the red, yeah, they're not they're not covering their operating expenses really, or they're not covering their expenses. Um, look, I, I just USL is a really messy league. Um, we look at it and say this is stable. It's not this. It's not that stable still. Um, clubs disappear every year. It yeah. happens. Yeah. They do. Look, it, it's this club needs to work out a lot of things going on. They have never quite had something like this. Um, they ma- the worst, I guess, you could compare it to is the way they were utterly dragged through the mud, internationally even, uh, after the incidents that happened in San Diego in 2020. Mm-hmm. Um, they handled that quite poorly off the bat and eventually recovered it. Um, but it's just not, it's not coming right now. Um, yeah. the, this club has really deep searching questions to ask of itself, and it's ducking them. It's... Mm-hmm. It's just ducking the hard questions, it feels, at the moment. Yeah. They're not really approaching the problem. They're allowing Rick to go off and, and remake the roster almost. Mm-hmm. Um, in which case, you know what? Go out and flat out say you think it's the players. Just say it. Say it with your chest. You know, we were saying that for weeks. Back Rick with your chest if you mean it. Yeah. But now you've got to say it's the players then. Mm-hmm. Okay? I, I just... I don't know yeah. right now. I, I feel as though we are hitting our heads against the wall. The football is mediocre at best most weeks. Mm-hmm. The league standings reflect that because they are currently sitting still in eleventh place. And yeah, it's just not a, a, a fun team to watch. You know, you can see it on the stands. You know, the, the fans aren't showing up. Like, why am I gonna, you know, drive all the way to the, the stadium? They're not gonna win. <laughs> a bunch of closures this weekend. It's hard because it's, it's hot. It's it's hot. Yeah, you know, I could see. I would. I would. I mean, I feel it, like we're doing a Louisville now, saying it's hot. Yeah. Yeah, but, you know, anyway, we talked about this numerous times. Hopefully things change on Wednesday. We'll see what happens. Another uh, two-game week, so 
uh, definitely, you know, be on the tune. Uh, stay tuned to what's going on. Uh, any interesting uh, results from around the USL? No, I'm trying to get some stuff up. The website's being a bit weird on me. Give me classic, a sec. Classic, but, but, but yeah, yeah. Uh, this game, again, like we said, frustrating. Yeah, kinda... um, let's... Re- Take a look at some of the comments here. Albert says, I feel bad for Rick the man, but Rick the coach, sporting director, is done. Um, let's see. PHX Rising Nation. I wonder if it is because no one goes anymore because they lose all their games. Plastic fans, yes, but we have 10K seats to fill right now. I, I feel part of the the magic, and I'll just go on a segue here. Based on the interview that you had with Sam Dorr and what I've been here, you know, with the number of games that I've been here now, I feel part of the magic was not only that they were winning, but I felt like maybe the location where they're at currently prohibits or restricts is a better way of saying it. Certain fans that would show up to support the team just as a good time. You know, you would have the dollar beers. You could have this. So I think those fans are missing right now here, if that, could, if that makes sense. Because I remember going as a fan when the, the club, you know, rebranded. I would just go with my college friend. Dollar yeah. beer, let's have a good time. Let's watch some soccer. Half of the people that I brought didn't know anything about soccer. They come in and have a good time. You don't see that here anymore. I feel like that's missing. And I don't know if it's the, it's the demographic that they're catering to now, but it's a lot different going to the games now than it was before. It is. Right. I've got the scores up. Should we take a look around the scores? Around the USL. USL. Let's wrap it up with that. So, Hartford Athletic 1, Pittsburgh Riverhounds 2. Mm-hmm. India 11 1, Memphis 901 1. Uh, it was uh, Solomon Santi with a goal there. Birmingham Legion nil, FC Tulsa 2. Oof. Big result for Tulsa there. Really big result for Sandoz boys. Detroit City 2, New Mexico United 2. So New Mexico getting a point up in Hamtrap. Um, Tampa Bay Rowdies 3, Atlanta United 2-1. There's always weird when you read out the two teams and their scores. Um, obviously, Atlanta were winning in that game, which is a bit of a shock. Loudon 1, Miami 2. El Paso nil, San Antonio 1. Uh, El Paso kind of hitting a bit of a bump at the moment. Copa Tejas winners. Monterey Bay 2, New York Red Bulls nil. Oakland Roots nil, Las Vegas Lights 2. San Diego Loyal 2, RGB 1. And in the one other game, it was a bit of a thriller at Dignity Health Sports Park. LA Galaxy 2, 2. (laughs) I guess it's two twos there, isn't it, in a row? Uh, Orange County 5. So did not expect that. That was a lot of goals, yeah. a lot of goals, and we should have a look. I was about to look something up, and I forgot what I was going to look up. Yeah, that the uh, the result that uh, kind of no. caught my eye there was the the Sacramento one, uh, Las Vegas beating Oakland. That one's that one was uh, kind of something to look at as well. So so let's get the state of the table a minute. Yep. Uh, while we're talking, so Rising remain in eleventh, as we said, they are currently six points behind Sacramento Republic, who are in seventh. Uh, LA Galaxy 2 also six points ahead. They're in eighth. Uh, below rising, Monterey Bay are four points behind, but do have a game in hand. Mm-hmm. So that's last place. Monterey Bay have a game in hand, but they are four points behind Phoenix Rising. So again, Rising remaining, despite the two draws this week, closer to last than the playoff line. Yep. So There's still time. There's still time. They need there results. Is. They need results. But let's, let's add a bit of context here. Phoenix Rising, since 2017, has never had to go away in the first round of the playoffs. But to make it there now, they are 11 points behind fourth place. Okay? No, they're not getting a home game. They're not getting a home <laughs> game in the playoffs, even about if that. they scrape in. Yeah. That's a Best really case scenario, large... sixth place. 
that's what you think. They they catch uh, El Paso yeah. currently in thirty. They're not going points. above sixth place if they do make the playoffs. They, so without their playing, the, oh sorry, uh, Vegas Lights are on thirty-one. There you go. Okay. Is what I'm a little from bit the league league table. Yeah. Um, I don't know if this is accurate or not. You know, I never yeah, tell. but sixth place, I think that's the highest they go. But Owen, oh, let's wrap up with uh, the show here. What are your final thoughts? What do we got to look forward to next week? Uh oh, here comes the gulp. Oh shoot! I'll leave it at that. <laughs> I don't oh. have much more to say. I feel like we've been through it. Yeah. I feel like we'd say this every game. I mm-hmm. feel like we get tired of just saying the same and same again. And look, we want to have some positivity. We want to have some. F- fun it's their fault it's not ours to be serious right <laughs> but we can't keep having fun when they can't win a game yeah and and so yeah let's get a win that's a good start then let's finally start pushing on but right now it, it's just this isn't good enough need a win it need a win win yeah winning solves everything here so yeah hopefully it happens on uh, against oakland we will be back uh for our regular show on tuesday uh, previewing that game against Oakland, and then most likely a show on Friday um, to preview the game against Colorado here at Wild Horse Pass. So, uh, interesting week. Another long week for Owen. Yeah. Yeah, not a lot of sleep. No, not a lot of sleep. <laughs> That's what it's all about here. All right, y'all, thank you so much for joining us tonight. Uh, I'll make sure that Owen gets some OGs, some four peaks, or whatever he needs for him to calm down because right now he's, his buttons are about to rip. So we, we I got to... some four peaks sitting at home <laughs> waiting for me. There you go, some wow. Got some wow there, yeah. Uh, there you go. Uh, if you haven't yet, guys, uh, make sure to follow us at, on Twitter, phnx underscore underscore rising for all the news. We'll keep you updated with what's going on with the team. Thank you so much for joining us today. Again, we don't want to be somber. We want this team to succeed, but we need to see those results on the field. You know, we, we talked about it yesterday. We didn't want to have a somber Saturday. It kind of turned into that, but it's it's things that are, are need to change, and we, we know they can change. And hopefully the change in the future, you know. Um, thank you, everybody. Peyton, Tyler, Turk, uh, Jose, Gazook here, Corey, D. Goli, Durden. Thank you uh, for joining us. And, uh, yeah, we will see you on Tuesday. Until then, take care, be well, and see you next time. Bye-bye.